הרי אני מקשר עצמי לאכול הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדרנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני הפרה הקדושים אשר בארץ המה. ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובם לכל חוכמה רבנו נחל מפגם את שמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן אומן זכותו תגן עלינו ולכל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם, today we start סעיף ל"ג, we also finish, actually no, we're going to split סעיף ל"ג section 33 of שפחי הר"ן in two parts. start uh, the first part of uh, section 33 of Shifchei Aran. We're nearing the end of, uh, of our study of Shifchei Aran. So let's pay attention and be strong with, uh, with whatever Rabbi Natan writes towards the end here because he's, he's giving us some very deep advice in the name of Rabbeinu, things that we can take with us um, till our, uh, literally to our last breath. And after all of this, after Rabbeinu did all these sorts of acts of service with truth and with sincerity and simplicity. And he engaged in many fasts. He prayed many prayers. He mortified himself. And he broke himself, broke his evil desires and evil traits. And Rabbeinu withstood many different tests. and other different subjects that we talked about above. And Rabbeinu engaged in lots of Yibodadut, secluded prayer, to speak uh, with Hashem, with His Creator, and to express His conversation in His own language, in Yiddish. Until Rabbeinu, after Rabbeinu did all these things that we mentioned, he got to the place in, until literally where he merited the awesome supernal level, so high in holiness, to the utmost degree of nullification, with a tremendous degree of uh, attachment to God, uh, at the level of the great people on high. The denizens on high. And all of this Rabbeinu attained during his youth. Literally. Because Rabbeinu never rested by day. He never slept by night. And he was never silent. Meaning he never stopped praying. He never closed his mouth. And Rabbeinu was very diligent in his service. From day to day. From the beginning of the days of his youth and his childhood. And Rabbeinu toiled and put, exerted tremendous effort from day to day. Rabbeinu exerted so much effort to the point where he merited, literally within his childhood and his youth, to all the levels we mentioned above, to such an awesome holiness, a profound and deep level of percep- a perception of Hashem that, uh, that we're talking about literally like angels. After he merited all this, nonetheless, for someone else, we might think that uh, this could be good enough. But Rabbeinu was different. Rabbeinu would never calm his mind with this. He would never say, okay, that's it, it's sufficient. He never stood still. He was never, uh, he was never stagnant. It's just that every single day, every single day was a brand new day in Rabbeinu's eyes. He would desire and long 
and yearn for God as if he hadn't yet begun any service at all in the world, as if he was just born the day before, the day of. And even after Rabenu came to the, um, from the land of Israel and returned back home, and he merited such an awesome perception, such a lofty perception that we cannot even measure. This is an awesome principle Rabbi Nathan is teaching us. A principle within the teachings of Rabbeinu. That what? Nonetheless, even though Rabbeinu attained such an awesome perception, the day he came from the land of Israel, up until the day he passed away in peace, he went up and up. He was always constantly yearning and longing for God. As if he had not yet begun this, this, the, the journey at all. This is an awesome, awesome piece of advice about renewing oneself. Rabbanu said that to many of the tzaddikim, many people, they just they start from the same uh, place in which they started the day before. Rabbanu said, the second I wake up, I start completely brand new. From point zero. As if I hadn't yet begun at all. To speak about this subject will consume many volumes. Even that which we merited to understand even a little bit about this. According to what we heard from His holy mouth and what we understood and what we saw with our eyes. Because Rabbeinu, every single moment, every single time, His way was that He would constantly yearn after God and He would always look at Himself very lowly in his own eyes. He would always be very humble in his own eyes. In truth. Meaning, he had a, very, he had a lot of self-pity. As if he hadn't inhaled or took in even the smallest scent of perfume about the serving of God. As if he hadn't even begun to taste the smallest taste of Abodat Hashem. As if a person hadn't started at all. And Rabbi Nathan here is going to come explain a parable to us to show us the level, Rabbeinu, the level we're talking about. The truth is, even one who transgressed the Torah, the entire Torah, many times over, countless times over, when this person is awakened and aroused to return to God, truthfully, it's certain that when this person is going to take a deep look at himself and begin to question where he is in the world, it's certain that he's going to have a broken heart and he's going to have great self-pity on himself. He's going to be very, uh, he's going to have lots of submission, he's going to have lots of humility because he's going to feel very low. We don't need to explain this stuff because it's very understandable. Even this self-pity and this broken heart that this Baal Tshuva, that this uh, person who wants to repent feels when he comes close to Hashem after all the sins that he's done. Rabbi Nathan says, this does not even come to a fraction of a thousandth or a myriad, a millionth of the great compassion, the great self-pity and the great brokenheartedness, the great humility that Rabbeinu felt about himself every single time bef um, before he reached 
uh, another perception. Before Rabbeinu reached a high level, he had to descend first. And that descent was a feeling, a sensation, a broken heartedness that nobody can measure. Not even the biggest rasha felt that. The akral, and the main principle is this. The main idea is this. Ki le'olam lo nach velo shakat. Rabbeinu never stopped. He never rested. He never was silent. Even in the days of his greatness, the days after he attained great things, even though Rabbeinu already merited and attained that which he attained, a perception of Hashem at such a high level, an awesome, intense level, Rabbeinu would not suffice himself with this. He, would, he wouldn't say that's enough. Rabbeinu used to toil and to exert effort every single time, every single moment. And he accepted suffering upon himself. Suffering afflictions that were very difficult and bitter. That there's no example, there's no comparison in the world. We cannot even explain another tzaddik that suffered like this. The inyan of suffering to take upon himself the suffering of the Jewish people. Suffering of other people. Rabbanu said about himself, we said this multiple times already. Rabbanu prayed to get to the point where he used to experience the suffering of every single person that used to come before him with their problems. Some people came to Rabbeinu with problems we cannot even imagine. Rabbeinu said, I prayed so that the person that comes before me, I'm in their shoes. I feel exactly what they're feeling. You know what that means? That no matter what a person goes through, Rabbeinu is saying, I'm with you. I feel the same way. Rabbeinu engaged in tremendous amount of prayer, supplication, pleading before Hashem, requests. Longings, yearnings, awesome yearnings, until he got to the place. Until Rabbeinu used to get to another higher, an even greater perception, an even greater level. Afterwards, Rabbeinu, the second he merited that higher perception, and he would be happy for a little while. Sometimes we would hear and merit to hear at that point when Rabbeinu attained a new perception. We used to hear from his mouth, Rabbi Natan saying, that Rabbeinu informed us that at that moment he was revealed novelties, new ideas. And Rabbeinu used to be happy for a certain amount of time. Rabbeinu was always happy, but this inyan of happiness showing on his face. And afterwards, after Rabbeinu immediately merited this level, this new level, afterwards, Rabbeinu began brand new again. He forgot everything that happened to him in the past, even that which he just merited that new level. He said, I don't even know what just happened. I'm starting brand new. As if he had not yet begun at all. He restarted. And he began anew. Just like a person who begins to enter and to walk in the sanctity of the Jewish people for the first time. I don't need to go into length about uh, the greatness of what we're speaking about here. But this level is something very, very lofty. It requires a tremendous amount of strength, effort, determination to, to constantly renew yourself to the point that no matter, even if you get to a high level, to humble yourself and to stand starting brand new again. This is a level that we cannot even understand. Look in Lesson 6 of Victor Moran for an explanation over there that says, that when a person ascends, you have to understand that you haven't yet started. It's a very deep in this idea. Rabbeinu lived by this principle. And Rabbeinu teaches us that 
to attain these great levels, one has to do this. Because if you think that you have already attained, then you create this limit, this boundary from attaining more. You do not go any further. Rabbeinu always started brand new again, as if he hadn't started. So, may we follow in Rabbeinu's footsteps and do the same thing that he once did.